Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. So it's taking me a minute to record this episode. Um, I have been harping on myself to be consistent in these areas and speaking, producing content, things of that nature. Uh, but the more that I dive into becoming a one of the voices in equity, social justice, belonging culture, um, it didn't feel right for me to put out produce a canned topic that was already scheduled on the docket in my content calendar last week because of just the horrific tragedies that our API and Black communities have experienced with the shootings at Monterey Bay, Half Moon, uh, at Monterey Park, Half Moon Bay, and um, Memphis with Tyree Nichols. And I, it, I, in the course of trying to produce this episode um, for, for this time, a lot of it was steered towards like my general feelings. <laughs> uh, pretty raw uh, when I was recording them at the time and struggled in even finding the right words to say and to share what I was thinking. And um, didn't want to necessarily put that out there to the world, uh, even though it's, it's important to have your raw emotions and raw feelings and not have to filter yourself because it wasn't in a, I wasn't in the right headspace in order to do so. Um, it just would have been, it would have been crap. So I didn't do it. But what I'm coming to this episode this week is to talk about what the importance of holding space for yourself and for others in the midst of experiencing these social injustice, these tragedies, um, these events that are tied to our social identities. And a um, couple, couple directions I want to take it. One being that, you know, holding space for a person just truly is defining what that is, right? Like, what does it mean to hold space for yourself or others? What does it mean to hold space for yourself and others? And how do you do that well uh, without having to overdo it personally or create or have somebody be in a very uncomfortable, unsafe position? Um, in addition to why that's needed and what do you do after? Or how do you continue to do it, and especially in this in this position where you're not as versed or as equipped to do it, or you don't feel like you're as versed or as equipped to do it? So that's what this episode is going to be about. Uh, we're going to kind of dive into some of those things and and even what that looked like for me during the week. But um, yeah, holding space is a, is a becoming a common theme in the DEI space, diversity, equity, inclusion space, as more and more practitioners are recognizing and helping and shedding to light the true identity or the true understanding that we have an identity that's beyond what we produce at work. That we can't put our identities in a box, what goes on in the societal realm outside of our workplace system does impact the way that we show up in our workspace. And 
when we say holding space, it truly means acknowledging the fact that something has happened that impacts the way that you are showing up. And we are acknowledging that event, acknowledging your humanity in that event and uplifting, providing support, providing just silence and awareness that somebody's around. Those things are truly needed or, or more so just identifying that what is needed in order for an, a person to feel safe, supported, and can navigate through the things through an event to a, a restoration space. And if we are to acknowledge what goes on in our world, not too many people are creating that type of space. That type of space isn't as created uh, well and effectively in many ways. And for example, um, I reflect back on 2020 with the murder of George Floyd. Well, actually, I reflect on before that <laughs> with the murder of uh, Trayvon Martin and how for me that has such a tie to me as a young African-American man uh, watching a, a, a boy die in the hands of somebody who saw Trayvon's identity as, as a threat, truly reaching to me because it could have been me, you know? I mean, Barack Obama said that at one point, like if he had sons, it could have been their son. But understanding that there aren't too many places that I can go to to share my raw thought because I fear what other people may think. I fear other people's opinions and their emotions, <laughs> their perspectives. Um, and, and, you know, truthfully, oftentimes, um, I can't come forth and give my true emotions because um, it may not be interpreted well or somebody may want to find a silver lining in a certain thing when that, maybe that's not what exactly I need, you know? And it happens, it's a human instinct, right? One is human, is a human trait for us to be angry and to express anger, but it's also a human trait for us to try to move past any type of pain and trauma as quickly as we can, because we don't want to sit in that because it's uncomfortable. That's a really uncomfortable space to be in. But life is uncomfortable. <laughs> life is weird life is a weird social experiment that we're part of right now um and to bypass that as something that we ignore or don't acknowledge or or are afraid to acknowledge really does a disservice to connectivity between one another um <clears throat> it makes it feel relationships really, feel really disingenuous and it makes it hard for people to trust and to feel like they can be them, be their authentic selves if they want to, right? So as we fast forward to this time and day and age, knowing that the, the conversation is growing, that our work and our life, our work, our identities at work and our identities outside of work are morphing together, right? Like 
y'all are in my home. Y'all, you know, I joked around saying that y'all are in my garage at one point. Um, I can't escape who I am and don't want to escape who I am. Like I want that to show up in the space. And by doing so, I want whoever's in that space to feel like they can be themselves and they can allow me to be myself. And we aren't trying to perform in any way, shape or form. But when events like this occur, it, you truly take a, take a mental account of, okay, where can I truly process this and do it in a, in a way that is safe and for somebody to hold it and somebody to hold that emotion with care and comfort that I'm seeking, right? So I appreciate my family. I appreciate my friends. Um, I've had, I've had a few spaces and and is continuing to, I'm, I'm personally continuing to lean onto those more and not hold these things in because holding it in only makes me suffer greater. Uh, but letting it out is good. Letting it out is healthy. Uh, letting it out in a way that is in, that is productive, right? Not just, uh, well, flip tables if you need to, but having a space to where you can be raw and be real. Um, I've had that over the years and even more so during uh, Tyreek Nichols, Tyree Nichols murder and has been really beneficial for me. Um, so as we consider, you know, the, that, that's the great value that it has for me, but to be somebody that holds space for other people also takes some work too. So there, there is this meeting ground between varying identities, those who are feeling pain, trauma, and hurt, and those who truly care for those feeling that pain, trauma, and hurt, and practicing empathy, practicing relational connectivity to show that they're not alone in this pain. And so as, as one group rises up and says, yes, I'm, I want this space to be a space where I can be real, the re receiving side of it, those who are creating that space and holding space has a real interesting and delicate role in that space as a person who can practice empathy, who can practice grace, who can practice active listening and listening well, not listening to just respond, but listening to understand and empathize and sympathize in some context with what is going on in that, in that way. It is being able to ask truly, what do you need or how can I help you? And as you're doing so, you know, not putting your own emotions and perspectives into that, unless it's, 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 it's shared, right? I think, I think we, the, for those holding the space for other people, it's not to say that you have to completely put your emotions aside and your opinions and thoughts aside, but it's being really aware of, is it appropriate for me to bring it up into the space to somebody who is hurting? Does my opinion truly help in what they need today? Or is right now really all about them and we should focus on them? And that is a true gift and a true skill to practice through when you're holding space for other people, acknowledge what's going on, but not put your own emotions into the mix then and recenter yourself when we should be centering the other. 
And that takes practice and time. And then when you are, you know, so as you're seeking the space to be held, as you're holding space for others, you're in this intertwining relationship of conversation and dialogue about the social context of what's going on and our feelings and the and centering the most vulnerable, the most hurt uh, identity in that space. And again, focusing on being and sitting and holding in that space. You know, there's a level of strength and mental strength and emotional strength that has to occur by being the one to hold that for others. And it takes time to do that. And also some vulnerability and strength to be in that space and also to be saying, you know what, like, I don't think I'm ready to just do this too if you're not there yet. And that's all okay. I think that's, that's all okay. Being in a mess is all okay to say what you're thinking and feeling and not feel like you have to be, have the world on your shoulders in any context, right? And then the next step from that, not that we have to move to the next step so quickly, but when there's a mutual understanding that there is healing, there is path to restoration, there is a true sense of bond and acknowledgement of what's going on, the next step will be just following up. The next step would be identifying how do we press process and move forward together collectively in this and what does support look like ongoing? And if there ever is a, not, I don't want to say a relapse, but just like a revisiting of that, that same trauma space that that is there and that's available um, if necessary. Right. And holding, so holding space is a, is, is a very practical activity that we all have the agency to do, as well as we all have that, I would hope we all have a desire to seek and to create for ourselves and others. And it does take a lot of emotional strength and vulnerability to be in that space. Maturity, I guess is a better way to put it, to be in that space and trust in a major way, because you are trusting as somebody who is seeking this space, trusting somebody to hold your trauma and pain with delicate care. And then also somebody who is the one creating that space, trusting them, tr trusting the people that you are connecting with, that you can hold their trauma and pain. Um, and not as somebody as a savior, but just somebody as a friend, because we don't need no more saviors out here. So that's kind of what have I experienced the past week and want to encourage one that that is offered and available to you and you have the ability, capacity to create that. But it does take a little bit of preparation especially on those who are creating that space to figure, understand how can we, how can I be the person that acknowledges and finds support and not belabors, but understands and take as many as long as it needed to help somebody navigate through a pain that they're experiencing and not in a sympathetic or a, pity way but just like a true reality of like yo that sucks like that that really hurts and pains and i'm sorry 
and I'm here for what here for you, whatever you need. Um, it takes true skill to, to navigate that and to work through that. And it's something that you can do. And what I would hope that individually we're building those dynamics and relationships, because we've done it before, but then institutionally, we're also taking those steps to make this a rhythm of practice to recognize what's going on in the societal realm, how it impacts the system of our institutions, and then look within ourselves to say, what can I do to help engage the relationships of the other and create a rhythm that kind of say, hey, we're going to have an open forum where we get to talk through these things. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be polished. It just has, it just requires you to be present. And if you want it, it's here, but know that it's available to you in these ways. Um, you know, EAP, Employee Assistance Program, is one of the ways that offers a lot of uh, organizations offer that. And I think another step that could be done is for leaders to practice it themselves within their team spaces. Again, not to create a whole dissertation about it, but just two to three minutes to say, I, I recognize this. I know people are in pain here. If you need something, we're here. Um, here are some ways that you can we can support you through this. Just acknowledging that and not ignoring it is is part of what it means to hold space for identities that are experiencing some traumatic um, experiences and traumatic um, events in the world. And then continue to follow up and check in on them as well. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to share today. Um, and <laughs> I know I'm going to listen back to this and I'm going to be like, ah, this is not how I wanted to go, but it's okay because we're, we're navigating the mess. Life continues to go on and we are always finding new ways to show up in a, in a way that makes us stronger, makes us strong, more resilient. And holding space is one of those key opportunities where we could do that effectively. So who knows? Maybe there'll be another episode where I could dive deeper on all the problems with the Tyree Nichols murder. But today, I just really wanted us to focus on holding space and the importance of that for those who are experiencing the most pain, the most trauma in our society. So what would that look like for you in your work, in your day-to-day, -day, in your relationships? How will you posture yourself to hold space for others in a way that shows that, hey, I'm here for you and need you in any way, shape, or form? And you don't have to be perfect in doing so because we're not perfect people. We're progressing people. So with that, continue to share your story with others. Thank you all for listening. Hold space for one another. Take care of yourselves, more importantly. I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.